sandwich. Thank you. I'm trying to be festive. I like it. I, I totally, like when I saw you put it on, I was like, mm, look at him trying. <laughs> Getting that whole Valentine's Day vibe. Well, yeah, I mean, Valentine's Day is in three days. It is. It came fast. I mean, we're old, so. <clears throat> Everything comes fast. <laughs> yeah, except me. Um, no. Thank goodness. Not anymore. <laughs> and you're like, let me go for like 30 minutes. I'm like, are we done yet? <laughs> Uh, I mean, hey, some women like that. I mean, it's not something to, to ever really complain about, but... I mean, I complain about it because I'm like, fuck, I'm tired. Right, you're like, I just want to, like, come and go to bed. Yeah. Because, like, that's the best way to go to bed. I mean, it is, really. It really is. Like... It's the best sleep that ever. nut coma. <laughs> nut coma. The one I put you in all the time? Yeah. You mean that one? Yeah, it's my favorite. <laughs> I mean, so did you get me anything for Valentine's Day? I did. What, you did? Yeah, just something small because we also have our anniversary too. Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's only four days later. <laughs> so like I have to like do a little bit here and then wait because like four days later there's gonna be a little bit more here. Oh shit. You didn't get me anything, did you? <laughs> no, that is a hard no. Sure I did. <laughs> that is a hard no. It's okay. I know. <laughs> I'm glad you know by now. Food is always the way to win me over. So yeah. if we go get Mexican or something with some margaritas, fuck yeah, I'm good. I'm glad you're so easy. <laughs> in, in some aspects, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've been easy for a long time. Oh, jeez. <laughs> mean... That's what makes you such a good slut. I mean, you're picky, but you're easy. Like, the guys that you like, you're very easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they can just be like, you want to suck my dick? You're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. I never am. Nope. Nope. All right. So you ready to get into episode number 81? I am. Are you? I think I am. Okay. I mean, it's been like a whole week, so we got to get this done. Yeah. We're doing all right. It's a pineapple party. Oh, we got polyamory too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. And welcome back to episode number 81 of the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. I'm your host, Pedro, and this is my beautiful co host and wife, Miss Tink. Hello, everybody. And it is the Valentine's Day episode. It is. I mean,. It's Valentine's Day on Wednesday, so that's what makes it the Valentine's Day episode. Yeah. We're not really talking about anything Valentine's day -ish. No, we don't really do too many Holiday, themes that yeah. are like that. Yeah, because it, to us, really, it's just another fucking day. It really is. <laughs> but if you celebrate it, we hope you have a fantastic Valentine's Day with your partner. Yes, I hope you definitely have a little bit of that romantic, you know, let me get you some candy and flowers, but then let me bend you over the bed and fuck you too. Exactly. And if you do something kinky or fun, please let us know either in the Telegram group if you are a Fansly subscriber yeah. or in the Facebook group because yes. we love hearing about all your kinky shenanigans. Oh, yeah. And plus, like, you can all kind of, like, collab together and be like, yo, I totally, like, took her to this nice place with a balcony and I bent her over and, you know, she could see the I, whole view. And then I invited 16 guys over and we had a gangbang, you know. Yeah, you know, if that's how it ended up, then fuck yeah. All right, so... This week, um, we got Swing, mm -hmm. and we have um, an, a segment that we're going to discuss 
like content creators in the swing lifestyle mm-hmm. um, because that seems to be a growing trend. Yeah. And there's like polar opposite sides to that. There definitely so is. I'd like to dive into that. And then we have our kink and BDSM segment where you're going to put me on the hot seat again. I am. Why not? It's fun to do that uh, to you. So. It's like playing hot potato. Yeah. Okay. Um, and now the in-depth segments on Fansly this week mm-hmm. should be pretty good. Oh, yeah. I mean, because we got, you know. We lot. got some pretty good topics that we'll have to really dive into. Yeah. Plus, you're going to have. Tank's toy box because that's going to be a weekly thing now. On it fans, is like, going to be a weekly thing. So I already have my toy picked out. You do. I do. Why but are you looking at me like that? Because you don't have it here to show us what it's going to be. Well, can it be an element of surprise? How about if you give us like a little hint, like what? Give us some hints. It would be like uh, sex toy charades. Sex toy charades. <laughs> okay. So it is human-like. This time, not our alien one like last week. Okay, so it's human-like, which mm-hmm. means it's probably a dildo. Yes. Okay, it is a human-like dildo. And it is, it, it's got some veins to it. Okay, so. It's got some texture. Realistic. Very realistic. Um, and it's a little bit on the girthier side. Oh, so it's a thick boy. A little bit. <laughs> I'm 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 curious to see how it goes because the alien one was eh, it was hit or miss when I couldn't really tell if it was the thickness part or if it was the length I don't really know but this one doesn't have as much length okay but it does have some thickness so so like is this like a a six incher seven inch eight inch I think it's about seven inches okay and then it's got the girth to it so girth wise like in comparison to me. Like, double my girth? I would say, like, adding, like, a half to you. Okay. So, so it's not double. So me and a half. Yeah. Well, that'll definitely be something. Because, like, I can get my hand around it where my fingers almost touch. Okay, yeah. So, so it's a little, it's, like, about half a size, so it's, like, you plus a half bigger. I, I wouldn't even say it's half bigger then. No? No. Because, I mean. I mean, I. Mm. Like, you can touch your fingers with me. Yeah. So if. So, if, I mean, it's, I mean. Yeah, it's probably only like maybe half an inch more around. Yeah. I wouldn't say half a dick size, though. No, I don't think it's half a dick. All right, so that'll be interesting to see how you like that. Because you really only played with one other guy that yes. was thicker than me. Right, and this toy kind of reminds me a lot of him. Oh, okay. So that's why I'm kind of curious. The only difference is is, is the length side. Okay. Um, but the girth side looks very similar. So, and like that one, I had some pressure when I was using that one, using that one, <laughs> when I was using his cock. <laughs> um, so I'm curious to see how this toy will be if it, you know, just gives me that same sensation. Well, yeah, because it has the extra length mm-hmm. and it's, it, I'm assuming it's thick all the way up to the head. Yeah, yeah. And the head's kind of almost the same size too, which is interesting. Like the same size as the girth or? No, the same size as the real dick I used. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so it's so, kind of like, okay. Yeah, so you're going to, like, it's not just going to be the opening stretch. That, no, it's the whole thing. So you're going to be, like, stretched. The whole the time, way. yeah. Yeah. Because seven inches is, like, you're hitting cervix at yep. that point. Yeah, pretty so. much. <laughs> All right, well. I'm and gonna... I want to do it where I'm going to be on my new content floor. Okay. So we have this beautiful pink and white, or pink and blush, may I say. Yeah. Uh, carpet squares. So I think it'll be really pretty. And it'll be a nice little close-up, so you can just watch me ride up and down on that cock and see what happens. Yeah, you're going to have to try all different positions, though. Oh, yeah, I will. Because, you know... 
because I want to see like how it how it feels, you know, riding it versus me like sitting or you know being on my butt and just using it with my hands, right? And see how you know the difference is if it feels better one way or another, and, and then I'll have to help you with the doggy. You can do that. So that way, you know, you can get all the the main positions yeah covered. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I'm looking forward to filming that tonight. That'll be fun. <laughs> all right. So what do you got for our swing topic this week? So um, the swing topic, this one is, is going to be a little bit weird for some people because it's not your very traditional type of thing that you come across. Yes. But if you happen to be really close, possibly, with a family member, mainly a brother or sister that you decide you're both kind of into the swinging aspect and you would like to do it together. Mm. That doesn't mean obviously you're playing together, right. but you're going to events together. You may end up even possibly being in the same room together. So like they're going as a quote unquote couple. Correct. To swap with other couples. Correct. But they're not playing together. Correct. Right. And like how, how that kind of can throw some people off. Because, you know, it's... Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that, you know, would probably be disgusted by that. I mean... <laughs> but, again, we we have grown up here in the United States as a very puritanical society. Mm -hmm. You know, where almost everything sex is bad. And then you right. throw in... The, the family, family and it's just way, way past that line of oh, bad. Yeah, and where it's like, you've done so much wrong. Right. Um... Now, funny enough, we actually know a couple from back in the day. We do. That the husband of the couple, his sister was in the lifestyle, mm -hmm. and they were almost always at the same events. Yeah. Now, they didn't go, like, as a couple, like, in this scenario. But they attended the same events together or happened to be in the same space together. Right. You know, Multiple times. Right. I mean, they've literally played... You know, in a group setting mm -hmm. together, like, yeah. you know, the sister was playing with other guys and, mm -hmm. you know, all that. But the brother could see right. what was going on. Right. And at, at first, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, when I realized that, I was <laughs> like, that's kind of weird. I mean, I would, at the time, like, I felt that was kind of strange as well. Just because, like, I'm not sure how that one even came about as far as, like, you know, them talking and being like, hey, we should totally do this together. Wouldn't that be so much fun to go fuck people together? <laughs> but, but you'd have to have a really good relationship with right. your brother or sister to do this. And now, 10 years later, though, mm -hmm. I feel like either I am totally desensitized to things Could or um, I've you know, I'm 10 years older, so those things don't really matter as much to me. Like, it, like you've been exposed, basically, to so many different uh, ways of the lifestyle that it doesn't phase yeah, you I to mean, be like, oh, you, you do this with, like, your brother and sister? Like, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, like, if they're not playing together, mm -hmm. they're just in the same space. Yeah. You know, e even if they can see each other playing, I mean, I don't really see the big deal. Mm-hmm. Personally, mm -hmm. like if a brother sister couple, you know, I say couple, but they're there together right. approached us and we were attracted to them. I don't think I would be like, no, that's fucking weird. Yeah, I don't think I would be weirded out by it either because like, I don't know, they're say like the guy is obviously wanting to play with me and the girl's wanting to play with you. Yeah, that's they're not together. It's just parallel. Like, right. I, like, I think the only thing that would like 
throw me off is if they started like holding hands. Oh my god, I was while, just thinking that. <laughs> you know, like because as I said the word parallel, and I was like, oh god, what if they like decided to like reach out to each other while we were like literally next to each other while we right. were doing this? Then I might be like, what the fuck? Yeah, like that would that might throw me off. But in like you know that taboo, uh, you know, in the back of your brain type mm-hmm. of shit. Kind of hot. Would probably turn me on, too. Yeah. Because I'd be like, they're totally going to go fuck after this. You know, like, it, in my head, that would be what I see. I mean, like, a I part of me literally was just like, imagine if that would be kind of hot, though. Like, you just got done playing with, you know, a hot couple or whatever. And then, like, later on, they go fuck, too. Because, like, why not? I don't know. Yeah, like, that's something out of, like, an erotic novel. Yes, yes. <laughs> Like, that is, like, some deep, hardcore smut reading right there. Yeah. So, I mean, to be a part of that... Right. ...without really knowing, I, I think would be kind of hot. I think I mean, so. like, because then it's your imagination... Yeah. ...you know, that's kind of putting the scenario together. Like, mm-hmm. whether that happens with them or not doesn't right. matter. Right. It's just that, like, what if? <laughs> what if? Yeah, exactly. What if? And then we would have that story for life of... We totally fucked a brother and sister, like, yeah, right next to each other. <laughs> exactly, like that would be, that would be kind of really cool, actually. I mean, wait, we have that one where you know, for the first time, we actually played side by side yeah. with a couple, and it was amazing. Yeah. So like, we always will think about back to that. So that would be like another scenario where we'd be like, do you remember that one time? Right, but that would be like the taboo vault. Oh know, my gosh! Yes. Like. You'd have to watch who you told that story to. Oh, yeah, yeah. You would have to be like, do I trust you with my life and your own life before I tell you this? I mean, because there is a lot of people out there that are just, you know, very set in what they feel is right and wrong. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. I mean, uh, like, the only thing that I would say is if you don't agree with that and you do happen to see this scenario, Mm -hmm. you know, don't be those people that are going to talk shit and cause drama. Right. Like, exactly. If it's not your thing, then just walk away. Yeah. You know, because who knows what, you know, those two people have gone through in their life, you know. Right. Like, they could be, you know, I hate to say it this way, but they could be trauma bonded to each other. Right. I mean. And that's why, you know, you don't for know whatever what reason, this is, their, this. Yeah. this is their outlet, you know. This right. is what makes them feel better and makes them be able to kind of, in a way, compartmentalize everything and yeah. function the way that they need to be able to, to be just normal. Yeah. So, I mean, like I would never, you know, talk down on people that did that. Right. Um, you know, and depending on how it was presented to me, I mean, I may be like, yeah, let's go play. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, I think it really would just depend on how they, uh, how they come in and approach you. Yeah. Like if they're like, determine if it's going to be something where you're like, fuck yeah. Or like, eh, not really something I'm trying to get into. Yeah, I mean, like, it'd be one thing if, like, you could definitely tell. They're just there together. Right. But they're not together. Exactly. They're not (laughs) together. They're just there at the same spot. Right. To have fun. But if you see them, like, making out, and then they come up to you. Oh, no. No, that would probably be where I'd be like, no, I don't don't want to. I think it would be different, like you had said. Like, if we already played and it was really fucking high, and then later on you're like, and, like, you just let your mind right. go there. Right. That, I think, would be okay. And I would be like, yeah, all right. I don't... I'm okay. But if it was something that you saw prior to, yeah, that, that doesn't do the same thing. No, I, t- I can totally agree with that. All right. So, I mean, 
regardless of how you feel about this subject, Mm -hmm. I mean, you just have to acknowledge the fact that there could be people like that in this space and it's not our job to judge them. No. You know, and nobody should be giving them a hard time about it. Mm -mm. So if it ain't your thing, just mind your business. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, um, you want to, you want to get into this fun, deep one? (laughs) Yeah. So now we're going to kind of glance over this. Yeah. We'll go more in depth on this one on Fansly. Right. But because I think this topic is super important, Mm -hmm. that segment on Fansly is going to be free to watch. So you just have to be a follower. You don't have to subscribe Mm -hmm. to watch it. Um, but over the last like two years, really, there's been a huge increase in the amount of swingers mm-hmm. who have started doing amateur content. Yes. You know, whether it's on OnlyFans, fans leave many bids, um, their own websites, yeah. whatever, um, you, you know, it's really taken off. Yeah. And there's two sides to this. There's the swingers who don't do content. Yes. That... Yeah are upset that there's a lot of swingers that make content. Yeah. And then there's, you know, the content creators that are kind of like, you know, in the middle. Right. Like they they're still wanting to have those swinging experiences. But if there's other content creators there, they're also tempting to want to make, right. They want to make the money and have the videos be done with those creators too. Yeah. So now we fall into the content creator category. We do as well as swingers. Mm-hmm. So for us, I mean, it can be a delicate balance, mm-hmm. you know, especially at, you know, large events or yeah. hotel takeovers, you know, multi-day things. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, there's obviously people you want to play with, like just play with. You don't care about the content. You just want to play with them. Yeah. But you may have shoots lined up with other content creators. Right. You know, so now you get into the the whole, well, I just paid $350 to get my testing done. Right. And you really can only then play with anybody else who's also had that same kind of testing right. completed. That, because if you were to play with somebody else that hasn't, your test now is invalid. Right. So now and you, you just wasted $350. Correct. And you're not going to make any content. Yeah. So like what we try to do is if we know like hey we're going to set up three shoots mm-hmm. for a well like at a hotel takeover we're going to bang those out yeah. literally literally <laughs> and then we will seek out the regular swingers that we want to play with yes that way we still get a chance to be able to play with the swingers that we are interested in that don't do the testing and that have already reached out to us way prior Right, you I know, to with the events and things. It, it's not that we play with people that aren't tested. It's the level of the, testing. Yeah, it's the level of testing. You know, there's a big when, difference because obviously everybody's being tested. Right, when you create content, um, you know, you, you do a full, you know, twelve test panel mm-hmm. plus, plus oral, oral and rectal swabs and MGen. Yeah. So, which is why that test ends up being so much more expensive than just regular STD and STI right. testing. So. Like, when we play with people, like, we will ask to see their most recent mm-hmm. tests. And then it's up to us to determine, well, how active are they, you know, like, yeah. what are the risks? Right. Um, and I think, like, you always are going to have that risk. Oh, always. Now, obviously, when you're making content with people who also make content, 
there's also there, a risk. There is still a risk because, because you don't know if they've played with other people that weren't tested to that level. Right. You're, you're just going, okay, you've had that test that I've had as well, and it's been within the last two weeks or right. you know, what your time frame is. Yeah, because, I mean, 14 days is the limit. Yeah, before you would need to do another one. Right, unless you've played with people that are tested. Right, and then you'd have to do it sooner. So that's where it really gets gray. Yeah. And that's where the regular swingers get mad or mm-hmm. upset at content creator swingers because you know like say you're a regular swinger couple mm-hmm. you have your eye on another couple mm-hmm. you really want to play with them and that other couple is making content yeah but they're like book you know for the weekend yeah. like they're doing seven eight shoots with other content creators mm-hmm. well now that regular couple isn't going to get a chance to play with that content creator couple right because they're booked up right because, I mean, there's only so much time that you have when you go to these events and say you are booked up to make the content with other content creators that are going. You may not have any time anywhere that's flexible that you could use to play with someone that hasn't had the same amount of testing done that you've had completed. Right. And that's where, you know, the animosity, I think, comes from because there's regular swingers that just are going to have a good time. They're mm-hmm. going to play. And the people they're attracted to may be content creators. Yeah. And they don't get the opportunity to play with those people. No. So now they've spent money at an event mm-hmm. and didn't get to play. No. So I can definitely understand, you know, yeah. where that animosity comes from. Yeah. But as content creators, I also understand, like... How they have to do things. Like, you have to have it planned out. Right. You can't just show up and be like, hey, you want to shoot content? No. Because, you know, it takes time. You have to get tested. Yeah. And, like, depending on what type of content you do. Right. you you got to see if it matches up. Like, you don't don't want to walk up to somebody who, yes, makes content and be like, oh, hey, I would love to make content with you. But say, like, in my case, they're another dominant. Mm -hmm. And they want to be dominant over me. I'm not looking to make content that way with them. I want to be the dominant one right. or I want to play with a female and you know if if it's only a guy that's interested in me and I don't have any females there like that's not gonna work either right. so like there's a process to it there is and you know that's a big part of how people like us make money yeah you know like that's how we feed clothe and shelter ourselves yeah so while yes we love the swing lifestyle we also try to balance it with making money yeah but that's also why we, as content creators, will not overbook no. scenes at a lifestyle event. No, like because we'll we make want, sure there's space. Right, because we want the opportunity to play with non-content creator people. Yeah, because the other thing is, you know, it's going to come all across differently too. You know, when you're doing content, you're... You're acting. You are. I, I mean, mean, not all the time because you sometimes right. will hit it yeah. off really well with them. But for the most part, you are going to be acting. But you're still performing. You are. And you have it on camera. You're not going to be fully enjoying every right. little aspect of it as you would if you were just right. meeting because somebody you actually clicked with. You're and worried to play about with. angles and lighting. Your and facial sound. expressions. Yeah. Like, yeah. You have all of those things going on in your brain. It's not the same. It's not even the same atmosphere. No. Because, because you've got all the bright saying... lights. There's people watching. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. We all know there's the voyeurism thing. We right. get it. But, you know, it's a lot different than if you just found somebody at a swing event that you're going to go play with. And it's just one-on-one time. Nobody right. else. Just you and that person. Yes, it's totally different. And 
we try our best to make sure that we make time for those experiences. Yeah. And I, like those experiences to me are, are just as important, if not more, oh, yeah. than okay. the content. Because, like, don't get me wrong. I love making the content. And I have lots planned for 2024. Um, but I also like the ones that I meet in yeah. general. Because those what right. I'm looking for. Because those are the people you're making real life connections yes yes you know and because the way we play we make friends yes like i want i I do i kind of like this thing where like you know you become my friend and i'm going to keep coming back to fuck you again right like because we had a good time and we have a great compatibility you're my friend and we don't just find random people that are hot like that's not us Mm -hmm. we find people that we vibe with yeah and then if there's an attraction there Mm -hmm. Then we move forward. Yeah. So, you know, for us, those experiences with those people are almost on the same level as, like, you and I fucking. Because yeah. we have that connection. It's yeah. not just a, oh, stick your dick in me because you're hot. Yeah. Like, it's it's not as deep, obviously, as right. my connection with you and vice versa. Um, but it, it is along the same lines of that because there is more work that goes into than just what you look like. Yeah. Now, with content... That's where we kind of get that, like, okay, I'm attracted to you. Yeah, and let's go do something. Let's go do something. But the sex is very rarely as fulfilling. Yeah. And I think it's because there's an agenda behind it. Right. It's a job. Yeah. I mean, you're there to do a job and make money. Yeah. And... I mean, half the time, I I would be really thinking, like, what I'm doing. Right. How I'm doing it. And, you know, again, the angles. Is my arm in the way of the camera? Let me switch my arm because I, you know, realized, oh, whoops, my bad. I didn't angle myself properly. Right. So. And that totally takes away then from what you're doing. Absolutely. Um, But, yeah, so we're going to talk a lot more about this in the Fansly episode or in in the Fansly segment. Mm -hmm. So, but that's just like the rundown of where we're going with this topic. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it'll be really good for people that are either – the people that are upset with us yeah, or the people that are contemplating getting into making content. Right. And kind of like let them know, you know, what the things that you're going to go through right? when you do, you know, kind of combine both worlds. Right. So look for that on Fansly. Uh, that should be up Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And uh, also last week's. Yes should be up by tomorrow as well okay. so the last two segments you know that we had completed we had a sick kiddo this past week so good old sickness got to the house yeah. luckily it didn't get the parents yeah so <laughs> but that put us a little bit behind on uploading the videos to pansley all right so what do we got for kink and bdsm aside from me being on the hot seat Okay, so one thing that I thought about as far as us doing the whole role switch up and allowing me to be able to play into being a switch and being the dominant one was kind of your feelings on how you feel when I'm the one who takes the control and how you kind of feel when I have that say of what's going to happen. Um, well, it's kind of a struggle sometimes. Like, Is it an internal struggle? It can be an internal and a physical struggle for me. Okay. Especially if, like, I've been in the dominant role for, for a while. while. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know, I want to switch tonight. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, fuck. You yeah. Know, because... You have to prepare. Yeah, like, I have to prepare to be in that submissive mindset. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, like if we do a scene in that circumstance where we just switch it up real quick, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I get the enjoyment that I would with the buildup. Right. You need more buildup to get you to be in that mindset of being the submissive one. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, like, it does kind of make me feel as though I'm pretending mm. in that moment. Instead of just owning yeah, that Yeah, like part. actually living in the moment and, you know, giving you my actual submission. So do you feel like it's hard for you to give the actual submission because that's not your nature to begin with? It, it's very hard for me to do. But that's why I need that buildup. Like I need more than just, you know, an hour before you want to do a scene. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I want to be the dominant tonight. You know, so that's where, like, I've been trying to tell you that you need to use the time that you've had, you know, where we haven't had a whole lot of time for me to do like the dominant scenes with you because Mm -hmm. you've had some health issues and stuff like that. Yeah. Where I really wanted you to take control and embrace your dominant role Mm -hmm. because that quick switch up doesn't work for me. Okay. You need that. Like you had said, you need more of that build up to get you into that mindset for it. Right. Because if I feel like I'm pretending to be submissive, Mm -hmm. it's a disservice to you in trying to learn to be a dominant, you know, because I'm not giving you all the feedback a true submissive male would be giving. Okay. That that makes sense. Because you don't want me to, to kind of feel like, oh, I did this. But it's not the full amount that, say, a submissive would be giving. So it's going to be slightly different. I mean, it could be very similar because you are still submitting. Right. But it's not, like, to you, you're not mentally feeling like you have completely submitted to me. To me, it's no different than, like, doing a content scene with -hmm. another creator that I'm not into. Yeah. You know, like, I'm acting. Okay. And for you to learn how to you know, mentally and physically approach a submissive, Mm -hmm. you need to get that full, you know, I'm here in the moment type of submission Mm -hmm. or else you're just going through motions as well. So, and plus when I get that buildup Mm -hmm. and I'm in that submissive mindset, Mm -hmm. I don't have those, I guess, negative thoughts or feelings about losing my dominance. Yeah, that was my next question was, did you feel like when we do that switch that you have like a loss of power? Yeah. And I mean, like I've been a dominant for 22 years now. Mm-hmm. And just in the last year, you know, have I given that up with you mm-hmm. at times? Right. So it can be very difficult for me mentally mm-hmm. sometimes when, you know, you want me to be the submissive. So... Now, when we do this switch, do you feel like you have a loss of power? When it's been, um, like, a couple days of being in that role, Mm -hmm. then I can more easily transition to giving up that power. Okay. Where, like I said, if it's, like, instant, then I feel like I'm pretending and I'm not really giving up power. Mm -hmm. I'm just allowing you to do things to me that I wouldn't normally allow. Okay. Now, as far as, like you know, basically having that power exchange with me, do you feel like less of a dominant when you switch? Um, Or is it kind of on the line of, well, I am training my slave to be able to be a better dom for the the times that I get to play with other submissive men or, you know, submissive ladies. This is kind of like a twofold thing for me. 
Okay. Overall, I feel like I'm still, you know, just as much of a dominant Mm -hmm. because I am doing this for you to learn. Right. Like, I would not choose to submit to Mm -hmm. somebody, Mm -hmm. but when I do it for you and we have that, you know, that time where I can get in a submissive mindset, Mm -hmm. I do enjoy it with you. And when we do certain things, it may cross my mind like, wow, I'm not in a very dominant position here. Okay. (laughs) So like, it almost depends on our scene where you may feel where you're like, oh shit, like I'm not at all feeling like I'm in control of this situation. And she basically has me by the balls. Yeah. Like there definitely is some times where like I get that emasculation feeling. Okay. Where like I feel less than you know the man that i try to be okay but is it in a negative way at times but then i try to you know think about it afterwards Mm. and it's one of those things where like i have to look at it from a submissive male standpoint not a dominant male standpoint okay right and then when you look at it as a submissive male standpoint does right. that not have as much of a negative right. tone because, to it? You know, like some of the things that you do with me, mm-hmm. if I'm thinking in a dominant mindset, is very emasculating, very demoralizing. But as a submissive male... It's a turn-on? Well, it's a turn-on and it's it, that's what makes me powerful as a submissive male. Okay, so very similar to me as the submissive right. female, how I have the power because I've given that power right. because of how you're building me up to that. Yes, but I have to be in that mindset to, to think to, that way. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's where the fast switching back and forth is, is hard. very difficult, you know, and can sometimes be, I'm going to say detrimental, but not like it's not detrimental to the point where, you know, it's harming me. Is it more of detrimental to just the process? I would say the process and perhaps um, my mental state for, you know, a short time. Okay. Um, because when it is so fast, all those, you know, emotions and everything kind of hit you all at once. And it's like, shit, I'm not, you know, the dominant, you know, badass that I always am in this situation. Right. Like, I'm doing things that, you know sissy dudes have to do Mm -hmm. and that's not me no but when i can be in that mindset for you know a good period of time and then those things happen Mm -hmm. it's much easier to handle those negative emotions that come with it Mm -hmm. and be like i'm still a badass like oh yeah this isn't me but i'm allowing it to happen yeah to make you know my wife's dominant career better and I feel like you do a really good job with that. I mean, I know there's definitely times where you're not feeling it as much and you're not really kind of honing in on, you know, feeling like you're the submissive to me. Um, but I do feel like th- depending on some of our scenes, there have definitely been that times where you were like, oh, fuck, like this is this is why I'm doing this. Yeah, I mean, because seeing you embrace it and do so well you know is a is a driving force for me mm-hmm. you know and not only is it a turn on sexually mm-hmm. to see that confidence and you know um that determination mm-hmm. but it's knowing that what i am giving as a dominant even in a submissive role is bettering you 
yeah as a woman because, it is. because that's what our whole journey started as you wanted to become a better woman in various aspects of your life mm-hmm. and i told you i would do my very best to get you there so it's been a very long road and a lot of it's because i'm slow <laughs> but really you have been able to continue to encourage and open me up and allow me to explore different aspects of myself that have allowed me to grow right and you know that is the job of a dominant Mm -hmm. so even though there's times where you know i feel uh bad about being a submissive male Mm -hmm. you know because it's not my thing Mm -hmm. or you know it may even put me into a little bout of depression depending on you know what it is and how fast it all you know came about um overall it's been worth it okay so well that's good i'm glad that it's been worth because i'm like i i enjoy that time um sometimes it's it's different for me because i do still see you as my dominant and i have been working harder to allow my brain to see you as the submissive when we are just playing in that role right and that's why i've been trying to tell you you need to take advantage of the time you've had mm-hmm. you know and really use it and not just like every now and then be like okay i want to be the dominant yeah so but we're going to go more into detail on some of like the specific things that yes. you do yes i want to yeah. go in i want to talk about some of the scenes that we've done recently yeah. And how you felt during some of them versus the other ones. Right. So that way, you know, I know where your standpoint is on it and what I need to work on the next time that we do a scene that's very similar. Right. So if you're into this conversation, then you're definitely going to want to <laughs> check out the more in-depth version on Fansley. Oh, yes. We've had <laughs> we've had some really fun scenes. At least, in my opinion, we've had yeah. some really fun I ones. I mean, we have had some fun ones. But we've also had some ones that... Kind of flopped. Know, well, I mean, they flopped, and we've had scenes that have really tested my uh, mental fortitude. Yeah. You know, so... And I look will... forward to, to having you explain all that yeah. to everyone who goes over to our family site. Yep. So we'll definitely be getting into that. All right. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up our show for uh, this Monday's free segment. Mm-hmm. And we hope to see you guys on Fansly because there's a lot of good shit happening over there. And we will have our content creating uh, as well as swinging episode bonus as a free one on our fans. Well, uh, this whole thing is right going to be free, and we're going to go into the in-depth depth part. That's what I was meant. Yeah, that's what content. I was talking about. Yeah, I got you, boo. I'm so glad. <laughs> All right. My little brain was like, I know we've got something else that we're adding in as a bonus this week. <laughs> yeah, and don't forget, uh, we started the Telegram group. Yes. So our Fansly members get access to the Telegram group. It doesn't matter what tier you subscribe to. Nope. Um, as long as you're on the Fansly, you get to come chat with us whenever you want. Yeah, and you get to also meet other people um, and talk with them, different topics that you feel like morning greets pictures you want to share um and you never know you might find somebody who's local to you that you might actually be able to connect with absolutely all right well we'll see you next week